Hello, I am David Klajman from Fidelis. In partnership with IFA, the European Fundraising Association, welcome to the European Fundraising Podcast, a show where we discuss with some of our best European fundraisers how non-profit organizations can build long-term and deeper relationships with their donors. I receive today Frédéric Terret, the Chief Marketing and Development Officer of the Fondation de France. What if, for any non-profit organization in Europe, it was possible to fundraise in other European countries? Imagine you are a German NGO doing great work on research against cancer. Why wouldn't you be supported by a Spanish donor who would just love what you're doing? Well, this is possible. It is already happening and will happen more and more in the future. Frédéric will explain this to us, how it works, how to understand if it would be a good idea for your organization, how to found in what country your organization could fundraise and how to put it in place. A possible game changer for many non-profit organizations in Europe and certainly the future of philanthropy. So let's listen to Frédéric Terret. Welcome, everyone. Uh, today, I am uh, welcoming Frédéric Terret. Hello. Who is uh, French. And, uh, so who so is... you will hear with my accent. <laughs> yes. Uh, so Frédéric is the Chief Marketing and Development Officer of the Fondation de France. Uh, so as you understood, we are both French, uh, but we will record this episode in English. A bit weird, maybe for a few minutes, but uh, I'm sure we will all <laughs> get used to it. Uh, so we are recording this in English because this episode is uh, really meant for European fundraisers. As you know, this, this, this podcast is uh, made in collaboration with IFA, the European Fundraising Association. And my goal is to help European fundraisers to better understand each other and learn from each other. Today is even better. We are going to talk about a subject that could uh, interest every non-profit organization in Europe. What if, for any non-profit organization in Europe, it was made possible to fundraise in other European countries. Imagine you are, uh, for example, a German NGO doing great work on research against cancer. Why wouldn't you be supported by a Spanish donor who would just love what you're doing? Well, this is possible. And in fact, it's already happening. And Frédéric is here to explain this to us and maybe change the nature of European philanthropy. Frédéric, big pressure on uh, your shoulders. We are going to dive into these topics, but first, could you present yourself to the listeners, please? Well, so I'm Frédéric Terret. I'm, uh, as you said, heading uh, uh, the marketing and development of Fondation France. Uh, I'm 49 years old. Uh, I've been a fundraiser for the last 20 years. I've been working in Institut Pasteur, where I've been holding fundraising. I, I worked for uh, Action Against Hunger. And before that, in my previous life, was in for-profit organizations where I was doing both communication and marketing. Uh, and today, I'm a happy fundraiser in Fondation France, dealing with both national and international issues. How did you, uh, you know, find yourself in in in, uh, in philanthropy or non-profit? Uh, how did it, How was the transition? I always like to. It totally appeared by accident. Well, I, I was at the time in an advertising agency and my boss gave me a for non-profit pro bono budget, which I was very upset about because 
we were not going to 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 earn some money for, yeah. out of this budget but i'd love it so much uh, i was working at that time for uh, a non-profit for uh, la fondation abbe pierre and and uh, well we could provide uh, our support and i just discovered that my job as a marketing and communication officer could be relevant for non-profits and i could serve a better but well better issues and could be uh, somehow helpful so that's was the beginning of the my way in adventure yeah. in the nonprofit okay um okay so and so today so you work at the fondation france uh, which is a, a huge institution in france everyone knows it in france but uh, it does many things in the nonprofit uh, in the philanthropy area uh, it does sometimes so many things that it's uh, not easy to say precisely what is its role is so could you Quickly explain to everyone uh, its role in, in the French uh, philanthropy. Yes, we are quite a unique organization because we are a community foundation at the scale of one state, uh, meaning that we are a generalist grant-making organization. And we are an umbrella foundation because we have our own programs. We have 40 different programs on all the issues of general interest. But we also uh, have corporate and donor advice funds. Okay. So one foundation out of four in France is in Fondation de France. So in fact, uh, we are a uh, um, uh, um, uh, fundraising organization. We are the biggest grant making organization in France, but we also do our, we are a, a philanthropist network. So <laughs> that's why it's always a bit tricky to, to, to understand, but um, uh, we, we, we like to, uh, to say we have a big impact on on charities non-profit and little organization because we're a big grant makers on all the issues and we we try to fund uh local small um uh, non-profit entities and to help them grow uh we grant approximately 12,000 organizations per year and for an amount of uh of uh, 250 million euro approximately So nice, uh, 300 million euros per year. Okay, so basically, uh, a, a small organization in uh, that hasn't got has a good idea and plenty of things to do for public goods, but doesn't know uh, all the juridic stuff or or now the technical stuff, or they don't know how to 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 to, to grow and to scale. They come and see you, yes. and you help them with. All the issues. Uh, yes, uh, we will provide support. We will provide. Uh, 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 we have volunteers all over France, so, so we will support them, and we will grant their projects. So, so we will give them uh, money, <laughs> money because yeah. because that's one sort one one of the things uh, charity and an action and impact on the field is made of. It's made of people and money, of course. So, so we do we do help a uh, small organization. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, great. So uh, now that we understand a bit more, uh, let's dive into uh, our main subject for today, so the Transnational Giving Europe solution. Uh, maybe let's start with a simple question. What is this solution and who uses it, uses it today? Well, Transnational Giving Europe is an idea of, of uh, five big foundations for Europe that wanted to, to, to help people going into philanthropy and make transnational giving easier. 
at one point we we, we had one museum that that that, that had uh, f foreign um, uh, uh, visitors that wanted to grant and to give to make gifts to the organization and say well we could, cannot have and the organization the museum said but I don't know how to make a tax receipt that will be uh, useful in uh, Italy Germany Belgium Switzerland uh, England so so we decide to create a network of big Uh, European organization, one organization per country, where we are 17 partners in 17 countries. Fondation de France is the French partner, but we have a great partner in Switzerland, in Italy, and so on. And we decide to, to evolve, um, to, because we know very well our market, to work together to make transnational giving easier. And okay, so so basically, uh, uh, let's take the the museum uh, example for example uh, that you, you took. Uh, I'm an uh, Italian visitor of uh, a French museum, let's say Le Louvre. Nobody <laughs> yes. knows, and uh, and I'm uh, I see when I visit the Louvre that they are uh, looking for money to uh, uh, restore uh, uh, painting or whatever. So I want to give, but I would like to have a, a tax receipt in my country, in yes, Italy. In Italy, uh, yeah. And before it wasn't possible. Now it's um, it's possible. So uh, how does it work? Basically, I I, I write a check to uh, Le Louvre. Uh, no, no. You will use the network, and you will use your Italian partner. In fact, for culture and heritage in Italy, it's brand new because the the Italian government just decide that. Uh, 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 the, the, the gifts for heritage and culture were tax deductible. So, so they were not 20 years ago when we started the network. I But today, as an Italian donor, if you want to give to the Louvre, uh, you can very easily give to our partner uh, in Italy, that is Fondazione Italia Sociale. You, um, they, they, they will have an online platform where you can very easily make the gift. And the Fondazione Italia Sociale is going to, to see with Fondazione Francis The Louvre is eligible to 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 um, to tax deduction in France. Of course, it is because that's a very obvious point, and it, they will send the money directly to the organization. So each partner is a gateway to all the countries. Okay, so so um, uh, so it it must be uh, possible to have a, a tax receipt both in Italy. I mean, if I give to the Louvre, let's, let's stick on this example. Uh, you you check that uh, well you and and uh, the Italian uh, uh, NGO that you how do you say what's what's the name the Italian uh, the Fondazione Italia Sociale voilà. <laughs> you said better than me and so uh, before uh, it wasn't possible in Italy to uh, yes, have a, a tax receipt for a museum so basically that was very strange in Italy yeah. because they have so much heritage and museum yeah. and beautiful but but uh, um, culture was not deductible uh, um, and it's just changed this summer so it's a new law and now you can deduct to what you could all or, or, deduct for education environment for people disabled people okay. but not for culture but you um, yes it's possible and, so, and so when you go and make the donation uh, on the uh, so you go on the website of uh, The Italian uh, uh, NGO, and then uh, you have you somewhere you, it's written that it's going for the Louvre. You yes, it, it's written, but you can also because if the Louvre is member of the TGE, if it's approved by TGE, which it will if, if yeah. they want to, uh, they, they 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 will have the 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 formula on their website. And when you click on Italy, I want to give from Italy, it will send you to a page that is written as the Louvre page. Okay. And and you will be able to make your donation as you 
if you were anywhere in the world, but you will receive the tax deduction that will be produced by Fondation Sociale Italia. And the okay. money will finally go to the Louvre. Okay, and the receipt, tax receipt you have, it's from the Louvre or it's from uh, Italy? Oh, no, no, you give to, to Fondation Italia Sociale. Okay, okay. So, so you give always to the, the organization for this organization. Okay. Uh, okay, okay. I, so I for, 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 for a donor, it's very simple because he will find, he will find the, uh, uh, um, an online, uh, online form uh, on the website of the organization. Yeah. But juridically, it's always to the receiving organization that the tax receipt is made. Okay. So if you want to make, uh, in France, a gift to a German organization, you will make the gift through Fondation France, and the Fondation France will make the gift to the German organization. So, and that's why the Fondation France is, is, uh, can make the tax receipt, because okay. we do receive the money and we give it back. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, and um, uh, it's only... Online giving, or you can also no, no, no. You can you can use any way of giving, whichever you want. Okay, or just uh, because I know I, I've already encountered this kind of problem, and I know it's not easy. When you, if you want to make a, a check uh, in France, we use check. I don't know if in Italy it's uh, <laughs> they, they know about check because I know every country is different. But uh, you know, write uh, the amount on a on a check and, and send it to uh, this. Uh, you send it. Basically, to uh, Fondation Italia Social, uh, because there's no address of the Louvre, so you have to send well, a check. Uh, everything will be explained by the organization, but if you want to support in France a German organization, so, so, well, just uh, send, the, send the check to Fondation de France and just say it's for okay. us, yeah. and, and, and it will work. So, so it's... Uh, It's okay. not very difficult. No, no, but you don't need an address. I know because I, I, I've seen this already before. No, you don't need a local address. It's, you use a lo the, the address of... Okay. You can even say if you want to, to get to the... Um, uh, um, I, I don't know, to, to, to the Bar Bar Bavarian uh, start Soper in Munich uh, because, because they have a, a children uh, uh, education program and you want to support that education program and you're French. You just make the, the, the check or the gift to Fondation France and saying it's for the the supper uh, okay and and it's it's going to go there the money is going to go there it's you, you, but you will get a receipt on fondation france where we say we receive your money and we know that is for the supper of munich okay okay yeah, yeah i see i see no, but it's great to have um, this little detail of having an address sometimes uh, it, it's it prevents uh, organization from going to to go to another country because they say okay Uh, people can't write me back. Uh, they don't know. I have no address to. So you you yeah, you answer for all this. That's, that's yes. Great, yeah. In fact, for non-profits, we provide address in 17 countries. Yeah. So so it, um, for a donor, it's very simple because the donor knows exactly what non-profit he wants to support. So it's only giving in one country. But for the non-profit, it's just getting an address and tax deduction in 17 countries in one way. So it's very simple. You just call um, the the transnational giving partner in your own country as yeah. a, an organization and and the organization is going to check and see if you're you're um, eligible to tax deduction in your country and every partner is going to look if the organization is tax deductible to their in their countries yeah, yeah. because there are some difference of laws and it's a system of two um, green flags So if it's green in the mother country, in the country of the organization, and in the other country, the system will work perfectly. 
Okay. But you need to have the two, 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 two green flags. So sometimes some organization, because they're on, on subjects that are very niche, uh, they can only be, uh, um, re- they cannot be a referral in 10 countries and yeah. not 17 because, because the laws are different. But anyway, we do everything for them. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. So that, that's great. So then it rises. So I understand that all the juridical and, technical stuff uh, is being dealt with and that's already uh, <laughs> great then there's uh, uh, the question of uh, what kind of NGOs can find donors abroad uh, can you give us example of organization that uh, already receives donation from foreigners well o- obviously all the organizations that have foreign visitors like like all the heritage and cultures is very keen to receive international giving and the more you know internationally the more you, you you're supposed to get a gift so it's yes. what the gift for Notre Dame that came from all over the Europe and internationally but but uh, any big museum or any big organization cultural organization will be able to get some gifts and maybe they do have in their uh, um, board of directors Uh, uh, international people that can attract big donors. Um, yeah, it, it, it depends. Um, <laughs> yeah, most of the uh, often it's uh, because one of the directors or knows people abroad. This is, I guess, one good way of starting uh, of entering uh, TGE. It's because uh, someone has a big donation because he knows the director of. Uh, An organization? Yes, yeah. um, sometimes it's just start by one gift. Say, and we have a lot of organizations that said, we have a problem. We have this donor in Great Britain that wants to give us, but, yeah. but we don't know how to get the money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and we, we are able to help them, of course, because we want the organization to get the money and to be granted. We want to make the gift possible for them. And uh, so that's heritage and cultural, but also uh, all, everything in education, like universities and, and, uh, um, um, and uh, famous schools, uh, School of Economics, uh, school, school of Engineers, um, be- because they've got a, a lot of alumni and those, those alumni, they go internationally. So yeah. it's not because you made an, a school in France or Great Britain that you You're going to live all your life in Great Britain, and you still uh, you want to support. You want to support French your, or English school? Yes, your school. Yeah. Uh, so, so, so you can give to them. But we also have uh, some organizations that are dealing with problems that are really interesting, uh, appealing to to international people. Uh, we can talk about environment. Of course, because the environment is 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 uh, is such an important goal now, and we have to 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 fund that. And we, if you have a, a great organization that is good, doing a tremendous work, you don't care if the organization is Belgian, Spanish, or German yeah. or French. You just want to support the good projects. So if you have a, a good project, you will receive money from companies and and so from individuals. We also uh, have two phenomena. So, so th- this is, uh, uh, I guess, I- if uh, you have a project similar to what you're doing uh, in another country, well, uh, people prefer to give to to their local uh, organization, I-, I guess. But like, like you said, as you say, some if you do something that is quite particular and and you're doing it, dealing with it in a unique way, then you, it's uh, there's no reason why a foreigner wouldn't give you money. 
Yes, exactly. If you have do do something of interest and very niche, if you have some contact international, or if you 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 think that your project can be supported, uh, you just have to try. Uh, I really think the doors of international philanthropy starts to open. We have a, a small and great uh, organization. They are doing. Uh, they are supporting with still borrowers in Africa. So uh, it's a French organization, but they are helping people in Africa, people that are in danger, people, people that uh, um, are very important in their countries, and they are protecting them, and they do receive uh, money from all Europe and even from the United States. So uh, if your subject is good, and if you can promote it well, you, you will receive money internationally. But there are two examples that were very important. In France, we had Notre Dame. Yep. That make people realize, well, uh, Notre Dame is not only French. It's something, it's a, it's a monument we do care about. So, so people yeah, yeah. start to support. And the other phenomenon is, is, is a war in Ukraine. We start to realize that, of course, we know the local organization in our, in our countries. And if we know them, we are more keen to support them because simply we, we see them every day. But uh, people start to to think more globally, and and we received a lot of gifts for Ukraine and for uh, Polish, uh, Moldavian, Hungarian organizations also, and that's very logical if you want to act in Ukraine to to support local organizations. Okay, so yeah, you you mean uh, so it was local, uh, for example, Polish organization that were helping refugees. Yes, that, uh, and dealing with the problem, yeah, yeah, and people were do making donation, doing donation to this. Uh, uh, so you say some, sometimes they prefer doing a, a donation to the grassroots local organization than to a big organization that is uh, uh, in in ten different countries. Uh, yes, well, uh, it, it makes sense if if, if you are in in France and you say, well, I have to help those people, those refugees in Poland. It can be logical to help a, a Polish organization that is would really dealing themselves with the yeah. refugees. So it's it's something totally new for people because we're used to our own local, national non NGOs, and they also do a great work. But it's also possible to 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 fund and to make gifts to local organizations. So we do support that a lot. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's another good example. Then you have all people uh, living at the frontier. Uh, I guess that are. No, uh, and that's a lot of people uh, between uh, two countries, and and they are, I mean, in the in both of the cultures. So they might like to support uh, an NGO which is uh, they know very well, but they are on the right side of the on the wrong side of the border. So you have also, I guess, yeah, it helps people uh, that are at the border. To, um... Yes, well, in France we know that a lot because we have so many frontiers with, yeah. with, with Belgium, Germany, uh, Switzerland, uh, with Italy, with Spain. So, so, so people are very keen and have. Well, when there is something occurring, or well, they they, they live in, they live in the south of France, very close to Biarritz, and they go uh, every weekend in Spain. Uh, why won't they support a great organization? They they see, but they technically can't. If yeah. the organization is not in transnational giving Europe, because they won't benefit the the, the, the tax receipt and the, the good deduction in France, so uh, we're helping with that also. Yeah, of course. And you were talking about the National Opera of Bavaria in Germany. It's yes. also, I think I know French people like to support this uh, 
Uh, this oh, national opera, so it's another example of. Uh, yes, and we 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 also have the the passionate of the festival de Bayreuth in uh, uh, in, in Germany, yeah. and, and people that love Wagner and want to support this wonderful organization and opera costs so much. Well, they, of course, they can participate by by attending uh, an opera, but they can also give more if they can. So so why not? Why not? If there is a place, some something you love, uh, you can do. And well, also, we also have so much multicultural families in Europe. Yeah. It's not because you live in France that you are French. You maybe you're a citizen of Europe. So yeah, yeah, I can be married. No, it's true. When you begin to think about it, you can find hundreds of examples. The uh, maybe the more tragic one, but like uh, the terrorist attacks. Uh, uh, when it happens, um, uh, it, it generates a lot of emotion, and you can also want to support. Uh, the people uh, where, where where it happened. Well, when you begin to think about it, you can find. Or, or the, you were talking about the patrimony, uh, like Italy, Greece have a lot of um, of an important patrimony. Yes, uh, I'm sure when you visit Italy and you see that uh, in Florence you want to help a museum. Yes, it's, it's possible. Yes, they deal with conservation in Venice. Uh, Venice, yes, that, that is yeah. one of the most beautiful uh, town in the world, and people uh, are likely to support because well, they get so many uh, visitors, but the place is amazing. So it's Italian, but it's also part of the heritage of the world. So, so of course they have to 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 look for donors uh, internationally. Okay, okay, um, and and so today, uh, in what country is it uh, most active? Uh, do you, can you have you got no you got figures about this? Yes, well, in 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 fact, some countries do look like look internationally more often, like um, Great Britain, Germans, people, uh, um, people from Switzerland, they are very keen in giving internationally. So they they really act as citizen of Europe and the world, and and they, yeah. they are always interested in good organization. In France, uh, we do a little bit. We kind of benefit a little more of 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 gifts from uh, from other countries from other uh, european countries but it's growing it's growing yeah it, it's really uh, in the mind of people it's, it's like like many things it's not yet uh, people don't know they can give or they don't think about it they can give uh, internationally but once they know uh, it will change but changing the mentality is always the hardest thing of course yes so, but we know we we, we also have um, um uh, companies because uh well we're in Fondation France is in Paris, we have so many headquarters and and uh, they have offices all over Europe, but they, they they want to support from the headquarters and send the money through all the organizations there's there's there different uh, uh offices through Europe want to support, yeah. so we can help them with that, and it's in fact with Tege much more simple because they just make one gift. Uh, um, to to Fondation France, they just precise which organizations that will branch in every country, and we can manage that that, that for them. Okay, yeah, yeah I know that uh, I interviewed uh, Eugenia from uh, Ukraine, and, and they said that uh, yeah, many corporations like big corporations, I know Microsoft, or know, wanted to help Ukraine, but sometimes it was difficult, but they didn't have uh, an office in uh, Ukraine, so they had to help uh, office as a uh, as a Microsoft office elsewhere. Well, it was complicated, but I'm sure. Uh, they could benefit from this, yeah, from this kind of system. Uh, so, what are the, today you would say the the main things preventing uh, the development of uh, of TG? Well, uh, first the culture, but uh, of the donors, but the culture of the donors because the organizations, the nonprofits, they do not communicate internationally. So, so the why they don't dare. 
because because of course it's complicated you have to translate your communication you but uh, today with internet it's not so complicated it used to be very difficult but now um uh, as we provide some tools li like uh, uh, international uh, um um giving platform it's it's starting to be to 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 be easier and uh a donor interested in the environment is interested in the environment. Is not interested in the environment in his own country only. Yeah. So, so I think the donor don't have the habit to give internationally because of the organizations. They do not communicate at all, and they don't look at the opportunities they do have because we do have all opportunities even in Fondation de France uh, uh, I just realized because because uh, dealing with international issues of Fondation de France that we have in uh, our board in our foundations a lot of connection with international donors yeah. but we didn't talk to, to them about that so so um, just look at your opportunities and probably uh, you you have some international connection you just don't realize you you can use Uh, yeah, and, and what the funny thing is that uh, maybe before thinking about other European country, we think uh, when we think this is already very rare. Uh, thinking about going abroad, we think about the US before Europe because it's easier, because it's bigger, because there's not ten uh, different laws uh, to understand. But um, yeah, you, you see uh, more people thinking about more NGO going to U the US before. Yes, Europe? because you, uh, your US is a bigger is the biggest uh, philanthropy market in the world in one sole country. So uh, US market is the same size as a philanthropic market as European market. But European market is uh, a lot of countries with different laws. So it seems much more difficult. So when you want to make an effort on one country, you will take the bigger. Yeah. But uh, culturally, it's... I think uh, European people, French people, are more keen to 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 get money from an Italian donor or for German donor than an American donor. Yeah. Uh, we know each other very well. Uh, we live in a in, in a union, so so we have very good connection. Uh, uh, the students are traveling a lot in Europe, so we starting to make a European culture, even if we are all different countries. Uh, so I, I really think we have to think differently. And, um, but what is the point is that we really have to make the effort to translate a little bit yeah. and communicate a little bit. And, and, uh, yeah, we, we can't, we can't, trans we can't speak English. Uh, I mean, uh, if you're going to another country, you can't just say, okay, I'm going to do my communication in English. This won't be enough. It won't be enough, but, but start with your connection, start with your language, English, and maybe another language, whichever it is. Yeah. And, and uh, start slowly and see how, what's happening. But uh, start with your connection and just try it. You, you will never get the money if you don't try. Anyway, that's a, a law in fundraising. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, can you give us a few figures on, on, on TGE? So Transnational Giving Europe, TGE. Uh, uh, I mean, how much, uh, Does it collect today? What would you like for the next years? Do you have like projections or? Well, it's TG is 20 years, and and today it's roughly uh, 20 million per year, which is great figure for the organization, but it's not enough. Uh, I think it's going to to grow and grow because we s see every year and after after every year we see the figure growing. So we. Add, 
huge years because of of the the COVID crisis yeah. or because of Notre Dame or because of the Ukraine crisis. But so so, so those are are um, uh, exceptional figures. But um, the 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 regular basis of transnational giving gifts is is growing and it's uh, it, it doubled in the five next year uh, last years and okay. I think it will only take two or three years to double again. So. Um, It is really growing. And uh, how many organizations? Is it like uh, a few, a few, tens or hundreds? Or uh, what is the. Well, in France, we, we, we have um, uh, 300 organizations that are in transnational giving Europe. Okay. And it really depends on country, but it's something like more than 1,000 different organizations that, can, that are on transnational giving Europe platform. Okay. Yeah, so it's beginning to be. I mean, Compared to all the potential, it's it's small, of course, but uh, uh, you already have a lot of experience. You can see where when you deal with a thousand uh, organizations, yes. you already have a yes, uh, and there's starting to be an offer at transnational gifts. So the more organizations are going there, the more the donors take the habit of saying, "Well, what uh, what what interesting project is is there in Europe yeah. on my topic?" So. The the network, if the network is growing, uh, the gifts are growing for every organization, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, like I, I'm just doing now. It's like, who else is doing this? Is the first question you you ask. Uh, so the more example you have, and the more you can relate to them, or you say, oh, it looks like my cause. Uh, it it makes you want to do the same, of course. So uh, the more you have, the more you will have in the future. Exactly. Uh, um, In your position, should we fear that uh, donors from our country decide to give uh, abroad? Uh, I mean, if I'm an NGO, it's already difficult to fundraise and to get donations, as we know. Uh, is there risks that our donor will give elsewhere? Uh, I don't think so, because we, we're developing opportunities. So uh, uh, you, you will work on a bigger market at one At one point, what we aim with Transnational Giving Europe is to make a, a European market of philanthropy. So uh, we will have a bigger market with a lot of more choice and organization, but it's going to be a bigger market. So at the end of the day, you will not uh, lose anything. Uh, your, your donor, if you're uh, right to them, if you if you're, um, do the right cultivation, they will stay with you and you will have the possibility to find a new, new don donors. So, so I don't think so. No, I don't see, feel it as a risk. And it's also very interesting to to um, um, to think uh, of how to promote your organization internationally, because some national organizations that just feel uh, everyone knows them, and that's true for some organizations that are very known uh, nationally. But uh, it's really an exercise when you have to 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 um, to describe yourself as an organization that no one knows in a very close country, yeah. and it's like starting from crash and going back on your basic, on your impact, and what you do, what's your mission, what's your difference. Um, so no, 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 I guess yeah, it's, you learn a lot about yourself yeah, when you exactly. put yourself at risks. And exactly. You, Uh, I've been working on, uh, uh, well, in France, everyone knows Fondation France, but when I go on uh, Asian market and mean Asian people, say Fondation France, uh, well, it's not French, but uh, they don't know a thing about what we are. Yeah, of course. Um, and, and then that's, of course, the, the question of uh, how do you communicate? Uh, what are the, uh, like you say, it's not, you, you, you go step by step, but 
uh, how do you help uh, NGOs to understand the German market, for example? Okay, I want to go in Germany. I'm in France. Uh, uh, we, okay, uh, what, what do I do? How do I uh, we, speak, to, uh, speak yes. to people? Yes, we, we, we have great partners. Uh, if you want information on the German market, my Sung, that is our partner in Germany, is, they know the market very well. They have an institute and they they monitor all the, the, the German market and make studies of philanthropy in Germany. So uh, they can be very helpful also locally. So we provide the fiscal sponsorship, but we also can provide advice. And we also like to promote our grantees our network so so we go of course we have an, a website we we do uh, some 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 uh, post on the, on the social networks and uh, i don't know if that makes a gift but it's help you become a little more bit more international okay and at one point uh, I, i guess you need also people to help you I, you don't have a, like a network of consultants who can uh, also help the organization uh, because it, when you have to do real work in, in Italian or German or Polish, I don't know, you have to have someone that you must pay at one point, I guess. Uh, you can give free advice, but at one point, uh, yes. you will uh, need a, a network of consultants maybe to... Yes, to uh, we, don't, we, don't, we don't want to, because it's very difficult on fundraising to say this consultant is great. You never yeah. know. It's dependent on your organization and a feeling, so we don't promote a consultant internationally. But... Um, Um, our different partners will help if if a German organization wants some information on the French market. Uh, well, I have a fundraising team, so they will provide some advice because uh, we want them to succeed. Because yeah. if they succeed, uh, everyone is succeeding really, and 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 the network is developing. In fact, um, the the communication on the network is done by all our beneficiaries all the organization also they talk about transnational giving and they make the education it's really um, something we saw already some donors using yeah. transnational giving for uh, a gift for environment in Belgium and saying well Do you know an organization that's doing the same thing in Italy because we want to support a project an environmental project in Italy so well it's not expecting and it's not working at some time but sometimes the network is helping uh, the beneficiaries the non-profits to get money okay okay no no it's great to it's it's, it's a beginning of a maybe a big european network for many things on philanthropy uh, and and how much does it uh, does it cost for an organization big question uh, is it expensive or how does well, it work it's not expensive at all because if you want to settle a foundation in every country in Europe it will cost you a lot of and a lot so. of time but but uh, so if you don't raise anything it won't cost you anything but that's a shame we all lose time and money if you if you get gifts it's the basis is five person and there is a, a decreasive scale so it's uh, it's uh, going from five to one person so it's very small Yeah. and this money helps to support the network but what you have to do is that we do everything for you we'll do the tax receipt we'll, we, 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 we get the money inside so we have to pay for the bank account and everything and we send the money to your organization so you will not have those costs so yeah, yeah, yeah. We, 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 we don't not a single partner in Tejo does that as a profit we don't know in fact we all lose money on the network Yeah. So, so we do that on purpose just to help organization and to, to, to develop philanthropy. So, um, 
what is good is uh, if you get a lot of gifts, you pay a, ver a little bit. If you don't get gifts, you don't pay. And it makes it, it very easy to test. That's the, yes, the, you, the you, you don't have any risk. And yeah. at, the, at the end of the day, if you want to build your urban foundation in Switzerland, well, that's going to be very long because it's almost one year of work, but, yeah. but you can do it. It's just something it, to start from scratch. International. Uh, yeah, yeah. So it's it's great to start. If uh, yeah, you become big and like that, then you can do it on your own. Like you say, you can build your own organization. Uh, but when you, uh, like the Louvre, I guess that's their own service because they are big. And, yes, uh, of course. But um, they have but, an American friends that they are very well organized because they, they fundraise so much money. But of uh, what is very nice is helping. Uh, we help big organization, but we like to help small organizations. Yeah. It's very nice and, and, uh, well, it's just the time they take that, that is a small cost. And okay, okay, that's great. No, no, I, <laughs> I find it great. I find it amazing. Uh, and I, I sometimes have trouble understanding why it's not, uh, used much more, mm. but, uh, Uh, like everyone else, uh, I, I think first of my own country. I say, oh yeah, there's enough work in my own country, but this is where we are all limited as Europeans because some other country, like uh, Americans or Israelians, I know, mm. think internationally. Or maybe Switz uh, is a bit different because small countries are a bit different. Like I know Belgium uh, is also a bit like this because when you're smaller, you you have to think you, very you quickly. Yes, international, think, of course, more internationally. Um, and, and Switzerland has a tradition of international institution also. Belgium yeah, yeah, also with course. the commission, so, so yeah, yeah, different it's countries. It's in the culture. Yeah. The culture is the start of everything, of course. Um, uh, so, so is the main goal is, is Europe or uh, are you also active in, in, in Asia? You talk about Asia, the US, uh, or well, is it uh, Europe only? Well, as far as on France, as we have uh, uh, 1,000 uh, donor advice funds and corporate funds, we, we, we give a global support. So we have transnational giving Europe for Europe, but we also have a friends of in the United States. We're developing also the service in Canada and uh, we will be opening a, a, an office in Asia uh, at the beginning of next year. So uh, we're giving okay. the kind of support to help the French organization to get money abroad with a proper tax deduction in that country, in the country of the donor. Okay, okay. So, so, um, so that's really a plan to, to expand the service, build partnerships. But um, the, 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 the more efficient uh, principle is to building, uh, building a partner, partnerships with great local organizations that can help us. So at one point maybe we'll develop transnational giving Europe to to be a transnational giving world. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. This is what we uh, we wish. Um, uh, just uh, one question about the governments of the TGA. So uh, is there someone is the boss or no? There's everybody at the same level between all the different organization inside TGO how does it work oh that's very important it's 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 uh, it's a collaboration between between uh, 17 uh, european foundations so no one is a boss uh, it's a, a global agreement between all the 17 organizations and we take the big decision decision all together some okay. countries uh, are receiving a lot of gifts or giving a lot of gifts Uh, some countries are smaller partners because they don't get so much gifts, but we all have one, one country, one partner, one, one vote. So that's very important for us. Okay. Okay. Uh, and I'll say <laughs> with all this, uh, I hope uh, many people are very excited about all this. Uh, what do they have to do <laughs> to enter the program? If uh, I'm a, uh, 
French or English or anything uh, like NGO, I say, okay, I'm, I want to test it. Who do I contact? Well, if, if, the, the simplest thing to do is to go on the website and to find the partner in your country. In the country okay. of your... So the website is Transnational Giving Europe? The website is uh, Transnational Giving Europe. You find it very easily okay. and you find the, 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 the partner, the foundation that is partner in the country and you get to contact with them. Uh, if you have any difficulties, we have uh, a great network manager, Anne Laure. Uh, she, she's doing a tremendous work. So, on uh, making this big, 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 big partnership working all together. Yeah. So, so she can be a, a very big help if you have a, a global problem and no one is able to answer you. But uh, we really have uh, great partners. So if you're in uh, Great Britain, in Belgium, in Switzerland, in Italy, in Poland, in Hungary or wherever, you will have a great, great, great welcome for our partners. They're really committed and very proud to be helping uh, your, your, your organization. Okay, and uh, well, it, it makes me uh, 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 a question is popping up in my head. But uh, yeah, if, if I come to see you, I say, okay, uh, I'm, I'm very excited. I think my my cause is great. Would work in another country, uh, but I don't know what country. I mean, can you help me on this or, or no? I mean, I have to do a bit of the work on my my side. You have to uh, work a little just yeah. to know what you want to do yeah. because it's not. Um, necessary to go in all the 17 countries at one time you will not manage the work so we can open a, a, an online platform with 17 countries but it will not raise yeah a, a lot of money so just think of what is your organization what are your contacts uh what are the 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 uh the different uh language you master <laughs> what you can speak if yeah. you If you cannot speak a word of English, it's going to be very difficult in Great Britain. It's maybe possible, but it's going to be, to be a bit a bit difficult. Um, and and uh, so you have a little homework to do before opening up. Opening uh, be, being uh, in transnational giving Europe, it's very simple. It's okay. only two hours work for you. But but uh, the strategy you have to deal with, we can make some advice, we can give you the tools, but you you have to work on what you're going to do. Uh, and if you want if you want to work on, on one country, will you be able to travel to the country and meet the donors? So that's yeah. important things. Most of the time, the the, the organization either they have a strategy or either they have a big gift and they're in a rush. And so they want the answer for today. Yeah, 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 <laughs> and yeah. two hours of work is a little bit yeah, too they, much, but they, we help them. They don't want to lose the donor. Yes, they, they want care. the donor. So <laughs> I have a problem. But um, no, no, I guess there's no... Uh, are there studies? Uh, like if I'm an you know, NGO working in uh, Afghanistan, maybe... Uh, In Italy, uh, there's a lot of guests going to Afghanistan because they have a special connection with the country. I mean, is there a, like somewhere I can find where the gift goes in every country and, and see, okay, my cause is there, so it, I better go in, uh, in Italy more than Spain? These kind of studies that they exist or not too much? They do a little exist. Yeah. We, we, have, we monitor all the markets of every country, so we do have some information, but it's, you know, fundraising is always meeting one cause and one donor. 
Yeah. So, so I guess your cause is worth giving in every country, but you just have to find what the donor is. And that's a little bit because that's, that's the problem of your strategy. Uh, what are you going to do? What are you planning to do? do you, are, you, are you going to to do direct mail? Are you going to go do to go to companies? I, I, are you, do you want to be granted by by fun, local foundations? Uh, do you want to, to to do major giving campaign? Yeah. Well, uh, if if you are a, a school, you, you will go to your alumni, wherever they are. Uh, if you you're, you you um, you are a museum, you will see where are your partners, where are your visitors. Uh, and and probably you will you will suffer from that. Yeah, yeah, of course. If you are a, 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 an international NGO, you you, you will uh, well. Everyone can is supposed to 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 be to be helping every country, but but uh, what makes you legitimate in Italy uh, to ask for money for Afghan people as an organization? Why are you special? And why? Uh, as a foreign organization, will Italian will give to you? So that's what you have to think about. Yeah, yeah, of course. What, no, is what you're doing is unique. Uh, no, no, it, it's great. And, and it also is, when you speak about this, I think it's, it's also very interesting. It, it makes us, uh, uh, I mean, travel, think about other culture. Uh, it's great because I'm sure you can uh, fundraise money. And also, it's uh, also very interesting culturally to, to think about other countries and to understand more other European culture. So for all this, uh, I think it's great. Okay, uh, Frédéric, thanks a lot. I think it was very clear. It's a, a great opportunity for many NGOs. Uh, of course, you need uh, ambition, but uh, that's what we like in, uh, as, a, as a fundraiser, uh, of course. It's a step-by-step -step job, you said it. And uh, so if you want to test TGO for your organization, Yeah, please uh, go on this on the TGO website. I will put it in the in the notes, of course, so you can find the website or you Google it. I'm sure it would work. It would work also. Um, being at the Fondation France, uh, so I have a set of questions that have nothing to do with this, but you you are at a great observation place uh, on the evolution of the donor's mentality. So you know, some last question for you um, uh, before we wrap up, but uh, maybe. First question, which is very general, but uh, what big changes do you see in the donation markets in, in the next few years? Oh, uh, big question. <laughs> yeah, big question. Uh, 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 the amount of gifts are growing. We have less gifts and the, the, the amounts of gifts are growing. So, European... The numbers of gifts are going down and the, the amount of yes. every gift uh, is yes, going up. Be, so. beca because uh, we, we're starting to have uh, major donors in Europe. So when you, we, we speak of, of a very big and uh, uh, enormous philanthropists, we speak, of, we always think of American donors, but we start to have great, great, great American, uh, European philanthropists that are starting to, to, to create amazing foundations, uh, making amazing gifts to great organizations. So, and it's growing in France very, 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 very quickly. So that's very good because because in terms of of impact on the field it's growing also. Yeah. So so that's one point. And the other point is that um um uh the forms of giving are so much different now than they used to be. Uh, uh so uh, 20 years ago we were on, only talking about direct mail. Yeah. And and today there are so many forms of engagement of 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 committing into gift and making a gift to an organization. I'm just um at 
uh, two weeks ago the most craziest the most crazy weekend in my life because uh, we've been for fifty uh, hours long uh, during fifty hours streaming with fifty streamers gaming streamers for the event. And uh, the, the the event uh, the event yeah, the event the event it's uh, it's it's very well known in France now. I'm, I'm not sure it's known elsewhere, but uh, uh, I I don't know if it's unique or not. But uh, explain to to well, what is the event? it's an organization where stre streamers gaming streamers that are. Uh, most of the time alone in their own uh, studio and 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 talking to people they they meet uh, all together for two days and a half and they stream all together the games, huh? games yes they play games, games they uh, play games, games and they yeah. they're in direct for two days and a half uh, non-stop and so they're making shows for two days and a half streaming to, to uh, millions of people and they have they do have millions of viewers during those two crazy days uh, they make a lot of incredible animation and they ask for support during those two days and a half to their community and so, so basically it's, it's famous uh, youtubers in france or people that uh, your kids know know about <laughs> maybe not you but my kids know about them uh so they, they they play games and they make jokes and they do what they are good at yeah, that's a great and, celebrity and yeah. and 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 um all that and all the organization is totally generous because they do that for organization and we've been uh uh helping them to collect the money uh, this year it was going to four incredible environmental organ french organizations so so we were we were very proud to be part of that and to make with them this event possible and in two days we rose um from from the view more than 10 million euros so to 10 million euros in 10 uh, two days it was totally incredible and at the end of the weekend we were all exhausted but very very proud of what we accomplished together and it yeah. was our life so it was uh, just it, crazy so it's called that event and, and in france when we think about uh isham we speak about the evolution of the nation and how we have to adapt and uh, like uh, you know uh, the new generation and the old generation, each time the first example that's that event is like uh, we have to invent new ways of giving, especially to interest the young people. And that event is always the the, the, the success, the, how do you say, the example of the success we always have in top of mind because it, it works. It's now the like the fifth year or each time it, it grows more than the time before, than the year before. So, uh, uh, okay, this, is great. this must have been a great experience to be part of this uh yeah on, on the new generation and also uh, we were talking just before we started on, on crypto money just to, to show an nice example of things that i'm moving that, that why we have to adapt uh i i, I followed the nation on crypto money in in the states and it's uh, been booming uh, since now two years so it's it's starting in europe also well another example of uh, what ngos should uh, uh, look at and adapt and um That's great. We have plenty of things to 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 look at. Um, uh, what uh, what how, did I have other question? Maybe on the uh, well. So, so you think that fundraisers should be more and more international? Of course, you're going to say yes. But uh, we are international minded. Of course, with TGO as an example. But uh, uh, do you think we need to be more and more uh, uh, looking abroad? What's happening? And it's very important because we know our market. 
most of us, as from Razor, we know perfectly our market, our competitors, uh, the 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 great ideas that the competitor in our market is doing. Yeah. But we don't look abroad. We don't see the great ideas. We don't see the great organizations. And uh, when I go in a French uh, conference, I say, "Well, I have so so him, him speaking uh, ten times already, and I know this idea, and I saw this campaign." But then when I go in an international conference, I learn so much. So it's really very interesting, and uh, uh, that's where you catch the greatest ideas. And that's what you realize, that when you seek you're the better one doing the best job as a fundraiser, you're just uh, a starter, you're just a kid. So <laughs> it's, it's very good to, 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 to be in the, in the big bath and, and, and in the big pool and, and see internationally what has been done. And really, there are tremendous success for Europe and very, very creative campaigns. Well, uh, please uh, write me the names of the creative campaigns in all the European countries and I will go and interview them. That's why I'm, I'm here. So, <laughs> so please give me an example uh, if you're listening to the podcast and you want to uh, highlight a, a great example in your country, like that event in France. I'm sure you have other, in every country you have some great success like this and uh, uh, I'd be very happy to, to share them. Uh, maybe our last question about the governments had, uh, in the next years do you see uh, an evolution of the governments in the NGOs are they going to be more decentralized or, or do you see an evolution in this well probably two movements uh, uh, philanthropy is organizing so, so we will have uh, we'll start to have big grantors and, yeah. and, and they are starting to be more strategic So um, NGOs and non-profits, they will have to, to talk and to work together with the big grant makers. So probably at one point, some organization will be more global, will uh, be more global. But I'll think also that we really need to preserve local roots on the field, little, small organization, creative organizations, because uh, no organization is, is, uh, is more creative than living in a, in a, in a garage. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, the great ideas were created in garage. They were not uh, created in big scrapers and in big organizations. So we need both. We need big, big non-profits, um, global organizations that go internationally that can support, uh, big, big things on the fields. And we need, uh, grassroots local organizations that, that are creative, that are innovative and that push the, the big organization to, uh, and to change and they challenge. We need challengers. So we need big organizations and, and small challengers. That's very important. And, and, um, well. Everything is moving, so the big organization today maybe will not be the biggest tomorrow, and that's good. So, we're, so we need innovation in our in, in our a, sector. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. Well, this is a a great uh, conclusion, and uh, yeah, that's what you're doing in Fondation France. Unless you we, you started by this saying that you help a lot of uh, little organization locally, like you say, uh, and it's difficult for them to to um, to scale. Uh, so. Uh, They need help. Uh, they have uh, incredible talents, but sometimes they, they lack uh, organization or I don't know or skills to to go uh, the step beyond. And and that's why we 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 need to help them. And uh, okay, that's great. <laughs> I'm I'm saying the same thing, but less uh, good than you. So uh, okay, well I think uh, it's a very good conclusion, Frederick. Uh, thanks again. A thank more, you, David. 
unified European fundraising is on its way. Uh, I think we are all very, uh, I'm very enthusiastic about it, and I'm sure I'm not the only one. Uh, we need more cooperation. We need a, a clearer reg regulation also we, uh, to, to scale. We, we need the good ideas in other European countries to circulate better. And, uh, well, for all your initiative and, and the podcast and, and my little, uh, at my little scale is also the, here for this. Uh, I think you have given us a, a great example of all this today. So uh, to once again, to all NGO listening, if you think that uh, your cause is worth being heard in other countries, well, do not wait and uh, contact uh, Transnational Giving Europe. Uh, and then uh, you will be directed and you have, will have the right contacts to put your project uh, in the right tracks. Frédéric, thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Thank you, David. Bye-bye. <laughs> Congratulations, you have listened to this episode of the European Fundraising Podcast until the end. Thank you for sharing this episode with at least two of your colleagues around you or just hijack their phone and subscribe yourself. If you want to be aware of new episodes, just uh, ask me as a friend on LinkedIn or you can also subscribe to our newsletter on our website that's uh, fidelis-cc.fr slash EFA. I am David Kleshman and I will see you soon for the next episode.